What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, I'm Lydia. Hi, I'm Jesse. And I'm Adam. And let's talk Hoya. Hey guys! Hello! Hola! Hello, hello! <laughs> so, y'all, um, if any of you guys Every are. Episode, <laughs> y'all! <laughs> it's fine, you can use it. <laughs> if you guys have seen recently, if you're on Instagram, Facebook groups, you may have seen a legend, absolute legend of the Hoya community passed away recently, Ted Green. Daddy Ted. Yep. Mr. Mm. <laughs> Ted Green. Mr. Green. And we just wanted to celebrate everything that he's done for the community and all that he's contributed by just doing this episode in honor of him. So um, there's so much that he's done. And yes. it's amazing. Like, I didn't realize how much he had done until now. And I'm stoked to do this episode and just, you know... Talk about Celebrate everything he's his done. life and his ag- accomplishments. I mean, yeah. I feel like the United States Hoya market changed because of this man. Mm-hmm. And when we have these plants and we celebrate them because of his efforts, I feel like mm-hmm. not solely alone, but he was an integral part, I think, in all of it. Yeah. yeah. And just like reading like the articles and things like that and just getting to just kind of like see his like personality it just reminds up like reminds me of like all of us and how stoked we are about Hoya and like he was like the OG of that you know yeah it's such a like I was talking to you guys earlier it feels like such a connection to somebody that we never met yeah the fact that we can admire the same plants or we can learn from each other and like even our little podcast community can one day um, share that. Uh, but one of my favorite lines is from his soapbox. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, Ted's soapbox. That's on his website. I right? love it. But on point J, he says, Hoya collecting should be enjoyable, a pleasure. Just because several camps disagree over the exact scientific names of several Hoyas doesn't mean that there should be like issues and fighting. <laughs> And he basically ends it with like, why can't we all just get along? And I love it. Like, yeah. I love the community when we're getting along. Yeah. And I think he meant to say the but same you thing. you like the cheese man. I do like the cheese man. And I do. Like, I'm reading through some cheese man. Ted Green too. Yeah, there's some cheese man. But yeah, love it. Positive, positivity. Yeah. yeah. 
Like it really just made my heart warm because I feel like a like a really big reason why we're even doing this podcast is because of the community mm-hmm. and to feel more connected to the Hoya community and bring people together and it just like you can just see that's what he wanted too and it just warms my heart like reading all of this and all of the things that he did and a lot of the things I feel like are like something I want to do in the future. Like he went on all these expeditions to different forests in Asia. And I'm like, oh, what a dream. Yeah. yeah. I know that that's been a big goal of yours, Lydia. And even his yes. like lifelong friendship. I was like, oh, it's me and Lydia. Yeah. yeah. Klopenberg. Um, yeah. They were like best buds. And Wait, who am I? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Both of you are me and Lydia. No. <laughs> I love you, Adam. I, I know, love you. I love you. And both, one day, but you guys have a you guys have a connection that's deep. Yeah. Well, one day, like I'm gonna be able to say I've known you for 15 years, yeah. and it's just gonna be wonderful. Um, and but me I, for 30. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, good, the the thing that I'm happy about is like I don't I don't have any kids, so no one's gonna take care of me when I'm older. But you guys are both younger than me, so both of you will be wiping my butt probably. Mm. Have you have you. you seen our memory issues? <laughs> and <laughs> I'll make sure I get two butt wiping robots. <laughs> one for me and one for you. Okay, okay. Because I'm really hoping there's going to be robots. Oh, that's, that took a twist. And I always do that. I'm sorry. Yes. I screwed up. No, no, no. You bring okay. it. You bring it to the. But hopefully, the hopefully world. we live till hundred, like Ted Green yes. did, because he and celebrated. His best I know yeah. they both lived like to ripe old ages, which I think I can put it on my scientific degree that I don't have is proof that plants are good for you and like help you live longer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm making that you official. Yeah. yeah. And plus, he lived in Hawaii. He did. What a dream. But yeah. his friend was, Seriously. uh, his friend lived in California and mm-hmm. you probably recognize his name. It's Dale Kloppenberg. Mm-hmm. Dale has a book. What, what is, is it? A, he has a book. He has a couple books. Um, I believe so, but he has so many publications. Yes. And him and Ted Green both have Hoyas named after them, and they're very, very big contributors to our community. Yeah. Okay, well, let's go back to the beginning, because I feel like we didn't really do a who is Ted Green. Oh, just, yeah. Like, <laughs> jumped right really into it. We just jumped right into it. We got excited. <laughs> um, but I want to say that it's really hard to find information about this man. Yeah. I mean... About his personal life, yeah. like where he was born, when he moved to Hawaii, if he has a degree, what his degree is in. Um, but what I know about him, he was very passionate about Hoya mm-hmm. and he was very open to sharing and making information available, which is one thing that I think I respect about this man the most. I even read there is a Hoya magazine that we're probably going to talk about later on. Mm-hmm. It's called Fraterna and it was done by Dale Kloppenberg, but Ted Green was a consistent contributor to this magazine and there was even a section where he talked about propagating hoya from leaves mm-hmm. in one of the one of the issues and then he also gave the exact recipe for the sterile uh cloning liquid that you can use to try to clone hoya as well oh. you know that some major youtubers say is a trade secret and they can't release any information on it like this man literally gave the recipe <laughs> yeah, yeah. how to make it and i was like you know what what a gem yeah wow 
I don't remember which uh, which issue of Fraterna that was in because I've been through a lot of them. But yeah, you were just like going through. I need to go say that because I kind of want to try to see if you can do tissue culture with Hoya. Oh, Ooh. that's something I really want to try doing. But he did. He gave his recipe for how you do like the the t- the cloning, the TC and and all of that. Yeah, I know for sure one that's out right now for TC is the carry eye. But I've heard that um, the recipe (laughs) can be kind of different depending on like each type of Hoya. So, Um, yeah, I don't know. But that's something I had looked into at one point in my life. But I have no room for a whole tissue culture setup (laughs) is the problem. (laughs) I got to get that warehouse. I know. (laughs) Well, you guys can nerd out about it and then let me know when you guys do it and then we'll be like wow guys that was a lot of work on our end we can see how hardy the plants are by letting jesse care for them yeah like one part of them you're like you get this little one (laughs) so one thing that i did find is ted green did a interview in 2010 with carol noel from aloha hoya and he definitely has like this love for nature because on here it says that he in college minored in biology or majored in biology, minored in geography, geology, and also minored in art. And he was just saying like, well, the things that I, you know, do in life and love, like it brings that all together. Cause oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. He was like an avid Hoya collector, also was an avid orchid collector. Mm-hmm. Um, but also he was a landscape architect uh, most of his life. So and I believe he probably lived in Hawaii the most of his life or maybe after the war because mm-hmm. he was. Yeah, it says that he served in the Navy during World War Two. And I wonder if he was stationed in Hawaii and just decided to stay there. Mm-hmm. These are the things, you know, like I some, I was just thinking today as I was like preparing for this episode and I was thinking how amazing would it have been to like be close to this man and then just like yeah. record because he lived in a he lived in age even though i got part of that where i was i grew up without the internet mm-hmm. and he lived his whole life without the internet yeah but i bet the man has just so many stories that maybe even aren't even documented and i just kind of wish that i don't know part of me is like i wish someone would have just like taped everything that he had to say yeah and maybe they do and maybe it's his family's thing and that's their, their memories which is i respect yeah but it's so cool Since the recording of this episode, there has been a tribute to Ted Green published in the Swedish Hoya Society's quarterly newsletter. This tribute was written by Toral Newhouse, and I would like to read it for you all. It is with sadness that I received the news of Ted Green's recent passing. He turned 100 in October of 2021. He leaves a great void behind him, even among many Hoya collectors who did not know him personally. Ted Green was born and raised in California and later moved to Oahu, Hawaii. He was an internationally known Hoya collector. Together with Dale Kloppenberg and some other friends, they started the International Hoya Association in 1990, which published the membership magazine Fraterna. The association was closed in 2003. He was a landscape architect by profession and has always had a great interest in plants and he primarily collected orchids and Hoyas. During World War II, he and Dale Kloppenberg served as fighter pilots for the United States and were for a period stationed in the American Samoa Islands. There, their interest in these tropical plants was awakened. 
For 30 to 40 years, Ted went on lots of trips to tropical rainforest countries to look for new species of Hoya, often together with Dale Kloppenberg and other Hoya lovers. I had the privilege of being accompanied by Eva Karen Weiberg, the first chairwoman for the Swedish Hoya Society, on such trip in 1997. That trip was closely followed by four more trips under Ted's auspices before I started going to Asia on my own. In 1999, Ted and his wife Dorothy came to Sweden to visit both Ava Karen's home and mine. Ava Karen and I thought it would be fun if our members could also have the opportunity to meet him, and therefore we organized the society's first members meeting in Bergenanska Trod Garden that summer. In the summer of 2003, I traveled to the USA on a holiday trip. I visited Dale for two weeks and also went to Hawaii for a week and stayed with Ted and Dorothy. Ted became a close friend and a person who I learned a lot from. It will be empty without him. This next message comes from Ava Karen Weiberg, the person referenced in the previous story. Ava Karen has been in contact with us and I asked her if she would like to share a story about Ted and she gave me permission to read this story. Something about Ted was that he knew all the trees in the jungle if he had been there before. Once, in 1998, we went to the Ulapadas on Borneo to seek for the Hoya Phylura. Ted had spotted it before there. We went on a bumpy road for hours, it seemed, and then we came to a closed school nearby an airport, but the landing strip looked like a stony lawn, and Ted knew all about that, and we walked a bit further into some large trees and said to one of the natives, There! Up there grows Hoya phylura, and the native one climbed up and came down with a bunch of Hoya phylura, and later to be identified as Hoya clemenciorum. How did he, did he know that? Because he was Ted Green. This happened several times when we were jungle walking. Ted was always very funny and very near to have a joke to tell, always smiling and in a good mood. He was very caring about all of us fellow travelers. We talked a lot, him and me, early in the snail mail and later with mail almost every week and always funny in his mail to me. On my first trip with Ted and Dale, we went to the Philippines in 1995. I arrived to the hotel very late that night. It was about one in the morning, but Ted was awake and welcomed me. I am very impressed with myself to have done that trip all by myself. The whole flying took over 27 hours with changing planes and waiting on different airports. The weather was bad on many different flights. We went to the island of Palawan, to a place called Mary's Cottage. Really a place in heaven, but the food was awful. I got sick there and got food poisoning, probably from the chicken served to us that night. Hungry as wolves we all were and we ate that bad chicken and Ted sent me a certificate of accomplishment and award. I thought I found 52 different Hoya species, but most of the cuttings I came home with were a different clone of the Hoya diversifolia. I do not remember now how many different there were, but maybe half of that sum. One diversifolia species we found is one named Hoya elnidicus, found in El Nido, Palawan. And when it was time to eat in the evenings, he always joked about Hoya Carlsbergii, that he would name the next Hoya we found Hoya Carlsbergii, and always on the last days of our trip he would say next trip, etc. Ted had another fascination and that was orchids, and one in particular, Spathagolotus. I think he made some crosses of that orchid himself. 
He also wrote books about that special orchid. Orchids in Hawaii is the book. In 1999, he came to visit us in Sweden. He held a lecture on his travels and Hoya for a lot of people in Stockholm, mostly members of the Swedish Hoya Society. We were at Bergenanska Garden in Stockholm. I got a cutting from him at that time that was named Hoya species Borneo then and now has been identified as Hoya rundumensis. Sincerely, Ava Karen Weiberg. He's like really a forefather of the Hoya movement. Yeah, absolutely. And also, um, it was also something that like him and his wife, I feel like enjoyed too, because um, Dorothy Green is still alive. Um, but sometimes I see her mention like, oh, you know, people are saying like, I talked to Dorothy and we did a Hoya trade. And mm. I think it's really sweet that, you know, they got to do this together. Yeah. That oh, is that cute. makes me really sad. I though. know. There's no way she would ever listen to this episode, yeah. but Dorothy, sending you big big love and big hugs. Yes. Okay, so we did. We talked a little bit. He lived in Hawaii, which honestly, dream. I know, seriously. Could you imagine? Okay. and I keep telling Steve if I lived in a tropical area like Florida, but I don't really want to move to Florida. <laughs> like, we could have the coolest outdoor garden. Yeah. Or San Diego. True. Okay. I've seen those anywhere but in the middle of the desert in Arizona. Anywhere but here. (laughs) But you guys are here. So, unless it's a commune, I'm not moving. All right. We've got to make it happen. I thought the commune was going to be in Hawaii. I thought we had voted on that. Okay. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm for it. But literally, I mean, just listen to this. It says that his house was nestled up to the Kualu Mountains, a couple blocks from the ocean in a garden full of orchids, Hoya, exotic trees, and vines. And that was their house. Goals. Yeah. Like, dang. You can see photos of his out the exterior of his home on his website. Oh my gosh, what a dream. So beautiful. But I think it's like just so amazing. He went on all of these expeditions and, you know, it was just a lot of times just like him and Dale Kloppenberg and they went and went on these expeditions and he found and actually published a lot of the Hoya that we love today and collect today. And yeah, that's in our collection right now, you know? Yeah. And I think it's cool like when... I was reading about um, like some of the publications that um, Dale Kloppenberg did. And one of the big things that he mentions like over and over again is just like, you know, I went on this expedition and found this plant and, you know, I'm bringing it back with me. So then one day if the forests don't exist anymore and one day this habitat doesn't exist anymore, like at least like it's in my collection, at least it's in other people's collections and that plant still continues. And I'm like, yeah, that's so sweet. (laughs) Yeah. And it's it's um, after like reading a lot of his journeys and stuff, he talked a lot about. Uh, the deforestation that was happening in places mm-hmm. like Malaysia, Borneo mm-hmm. and all of that stuff and how there were places that were nature. And he went back years later and it was like 
highways and high rises and mm. and what was destroyed or deforested. Sometimes when I think deforested, I think, oh, it's just trees. Mm-hmm. But no, like our, our beloved Hoya like live in these trees. Yeah. So it's not just trees. There's animals. There's like tons of different fauna and flora that are just like completely destroyed. And like how many Hoya were there that we will never know about because they're already gone. Yeah. It's sad to think about, but he cared I about know. that. Yeah, he did. And, you know, that stuff still continues to today. If you even read more recent publications, even from this year, they're always mentioning, you know, oh, we were in this part of the forest and we found this Hoya. But like while we were there, they were actively, you know, flattening the land and, you know, taking out the trees and there was active deforestation happening in that area. And it's so sad. Yeah, it really is. But so many. So he, so Ted Green published not just Hoya, but he did also have a deep love for orchids. So he actually published Hoya, orchids, and a few um, Dishidia. And oh, wow. yeah, there's 29 that are published under his name, which is amazing. I mean... Yeah, let's do. You, do you have that open? Do you wanna do we? Should we go through and, and talk about a few of the ones that yeah. are published in his name? Should I just name them off and then we can pick ones that we kind of want to talk about? Well, no, there's a lot. Yeah, okay. there is a lot. I was reading about that Hoya that got stolen on his soapbox. Again, I'm in the cheese man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, like to get a feel for his personality, mm-hmm. reading his soapbox, like yeah. it just like hones in. And I just love the way the man wrote. It was just like he was very relatable. It's like he's talking to you when he's writing. And also, yeah, like his personality comes out so much in some sections, especially some of his interviews. And we'll um, and we'll read that like one portion back to you guys, especially that. I mean, I read it and I just started laughing. So it was just hilarious. Okay, but some of the one the more, I guess, commercially available Hoya. I'm looking at the list. Hoya Callistophylla mm-hmm. was d- discovered and published by Ted Green. Mm-hmm. The Clemenciorum. Clem- yeah. I love that. People have asked me if I have that, and I was just like, no. And then I Googled it, and I was like, I need it. Yeah. Oh, you would love that. You that prehistoric yes. veiny look. That's something you would love. Yeah. You need it so I can have it. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Because I like the prehistoric look. And then I can have like it. Big and veiny. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the dakie. Yeah. yeah. You just had on your recent video. Yeah. And I then Kloppenbergii, the which was named. Yeah, it's named after his friend. Oh, yeah. Dave. Dale. Yeah, Dale Kloppenberg. But then I thought it was cute that Dale found a Hoya and then he named, named it, after... it. Yeah. Greeny Eye after Ted Green. Oh, that's that's like friendship goals as two gentlemen. Okay, but Lydia refuses to create a Hoya and include my name in it. Well, <laughs> because I'm, I refuse to do any work. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say Ted Green would put his friend's name in his Hoya. Uh, well, girl, if I make a Hoya, I'm naming after me first. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, also, have you guys looked at pictures of both these gentlemen? Obviously, we've seen pictures of Ted Green mm-hmm. mustache for days, but Dale Clavenberg also has like he had he looks like the guy from Up, the, oh, yeah? the old man. Oh, stop it! Not even Hold kidding. He's on. got the square glasses. He's got a mustache. Like he's got the build. It's just like oh, I don't know. Stop! I need to look. It this was in up. one of the oh, fraternals. Gosh! <laughs> Doesn't he look just like him? Oh, wait! Show adorable. me the picture because I'm getting a hockey guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh, he does look square. Yeah. And the big dark, the big yeah. like thick glasses. Oh, now so he cute. just needs a dog. <laughs> well, um, okay, some other ones. Uh, the Lambie Eye. Mm-hmm. That's... The Loisandrusiana. I just like got one? one last year. Okay. And it's got like a vine that's like a foot long right now. And I really just need it to give me a new leaf because oh. I need that to grow. That one is named after a person, Lois Andrews. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is a, a person who was also like, I think, in this whole group of people that they were good friends with. And I'm going to point out the Sicularis. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Monite. Those are two big leaf hoyas. I used to have both of them in my collection, but I recently lost my Merdithii, and I'm hoping the cutting <laughs> I gave Lydia just thrives, <laughs> so that I can have a cutting back. Oh. It's a theme. <laughs> <laughs> and also Sigillatus was yes. another one done by him. Yeah. Although that one has scorned me many times. Oh yeah. Yeah. Same, it's same here. <laughs> these these dogs. <laughs> what would you call it? Is it? It's your kryptonite. The, the sigillatus. sigillatus. It is my kryptonite. I I don't want to give up on it though. Like that's what I. But I don't think I would spend money on it again. Yeah. So if someone wants to give me a sigillatus, I'll try it. <laughs> All I have, I have a sigillatus Borneo that I got from um, Ara from Shop Plantasmic. Mm. And that one actually is giving me leaves and new growth. Ooh, and she's one. growing. So, you know, I have my fingers crossed that it continues. <laughs> Wait, I'm reading Hoya tomataensis. And that sounds like tomato. But it, it sure does not does. have anything that looks like a tomato on it. <laughs> there are a lot of these publications that I've seen, though, that have... Ted Green and Kloppenberg together, mm-hmm. which also just like, oh, you know, they were just like schlepping through the forests yeah. and the jungle yeah. together as friends. Like, I don't know. Besties. It just gives me like all the all the warm fuzzies. Yeah, yeah it does. Like that. And then like some of these publications, they have photos of people from like the 90s who are into Hoya, but they're mostly... Like these older people, yeah. Um, and like you look at the picture and you're like, wow, like these older people who are into Hoya in the '90s, collecting them, purchasing them. And then I just think, like, can you imagine if all of the people who are into Hoya now all got together and took a picture? Like, what a huge, diverse group that would be. Yeah. And just to think, like, wow, the how much the Hoya community has grown, but um, like how things have just changed and shifted and. It just blows my mind. Yeah. You I know, mean, and it, it is in a short amount of time, but in a short amount of time, things have just blown up, you know. Hello, let's talk Hoya family. We want to take a moment to share the exciting news of our official launch for exclusive content, a.k.a. Peduncle Pals. Through your support, we will be able to keep this podcast going, but also connect with all of you listeners in a more meaningful way. By becoming one of our peduncle pals, you'll gain access to two additional After Chat episodes a month, some listener shout-outs, special events, and our exclusive Facebook group. We can't wait to continue to grow this Hoya community with you peduncle pals and hope you join us. You can subscribe via the link on our show notes or our Instagram bio. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. I, I, when I'm, I've been reviewing the Fraterna, which is, again, like I said earlier, a Hoya magazine from like the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is just wild to me, especially like reading Ted Green's articles and stuff that he's done for Fraterna. Um, because if you, if you all think about it, it's so easy for us to look up a Hoya right now. We have these computers in our hands that are just like, everything is at our fingertips Mm -hmm. and a lot of Dave, why do I say Dave? Because Lydia said Dave earlier. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Dale and Ted's uh, publications talk about like pouring over in their articles and stuff, pouring over her herbarium sheets, mm-hmm. which I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Again, I'm not a botanist, but herbarium sheets is basically those uh, images you see of plants that were collected and then scanned in so they can be named. But oh, they're wow. all just like dead, you know, dead yeah. leaves. but like this man, Ted literally would go to these places, Borneo. He would go to all these, the Philippines, Malaysia. He yeah. would pour over these sheets to make sure that the Hoya that he found out in the wild wasn't already claimed or not to find out if it wasn't claimed, but just to see if it was something new or something that's already been done before. But like that is that is a labor of love. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Because those sheets look rough. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you wouldn't be able to tell. Like, some of them don't even have any of, like, the foliage. Like, there's just the veins left on it. Some right. of them, it's just, like, how would you even tell? So he's going wow. through and, like, being like, okay, well, the corolla is this wide yeah. on these flowers and measuring. And I don't, I don't know. Like, thinking of somebody doing that. I don't know if I would have the patience for that. I mean, I do love Hoya. Mm-hmm. And maybe I would. I don't want to. I don't know. Like if you were the last guy on earth with the Hoya knowledge. Yeah. You'd have to sit there and sketch them all out. But like <laughs> in the 90s, he was like collect. He was growing all this stuff, selling them. People couldn't look up care guides. There yeah. wasn't YouTube. Yeah. There was literally yeah. just like everyone's like, well, just try it. And everyone just shares back and forth, writing letters or calling on the phone. I just. Yeah. What a different world. Yeah, that's what's funny to me that like now somebody can message us right now and be like, oh, this looks funky. What do you think? And we can respond right away. But like imagine like Lydia, I'm writing to you from New York. Uh, (laughs) My Hoya looks like this. And by the time I get your answer from like a horse carrying the letter, (laughs) my Hoya is going to be crisp. (laughs) Well, yeah. And the photos you would take of that would be on film. Yeah. Or like my hand sketch. So you'd have to take a photo and then get it developed and then write the letter and include the photos. Like. And at that mm-hmm. point, you have to have like, de- like you have to be really concerned about your Hoya to have the dedication to mm-hmm. write the letter, take a picture, mm-hmm. put a postage. Like, <laughs> I bet back then that wasn't a big deal. But uh, to us millennials, we're like, that's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I promise people cuttings and it literally sometimes takes me like three or four oh months to gosh. send them. Not because like I don't want to send cuttings, but just because it's like cut them. Get in the car. Go to the post office. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm horrible. No, you're not horrible. But well, yeah. 
Also, the thing that just blows my mind is that he just up and left and went into these forests. Like, if I think about it now, there's certain things about me that still feels apprehensive about traveling to another country just because you don't know the language. And I think that, like, causes a big barrier. But at least we have, like, our phones and we have, like, Apple Maps and you can, Mm -hmm. you know, like, GPS things. But he was just like all right, I'm going. And, you know, you just go and just kind of figure it out. But also he was like, yeah, sometimes you'd be laying in the forest in your, you know, little sleeping bag and a snake curls up next to you for the warmth. Yeah, I read that and I was like, <laughs> That's no, Lydia's big oh. note. She, she was always like, let's go to Borneo and collect Oya. And then she'd be like, uh, who's the girl that posts like spiders and insects? Oh my gosh, Cereza, who she is a huge person in the Hoya world out of Thailand. Um, hybridizes a huge person but she goes on expeditions that's what she calls them into you know forests like Borneo and Philippines like she goes to all those places and she's also into insects and bugs (laughs) and so she posts pictures of like the bugs that she finds in these forests and some of these spiders are literally the size of like my torso yeah and Lydia's like immediately no she's like let's (laughs) go but let's like snakes and crops Girl, let's go. I'll bring my machete. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. I don't know if I want to be around you wielding a machete. Machete. Machete is what I would say. (laughs) (laughs) But I try to say it like you. Machete. You did good. You did good. (laughs) But like, I just can't even imagine having the guts to do that. Like I would, you know what? I'd probably blow up one of those like, bubbles that they have and now they make oh, one. I thought you were to blow up the forest. <laughs> I was like, um. no, because of COVID, they made like personal ones yeah. that just like encapsulate just you. I, I would probably take one of those. Is that excessive? Would you guys walk around the forest with me in a little bubble? No. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't walk around here with you no. in that bubble. Also, like you would fart in that bubble <laughs> and you would just have to like wow. live in it. That's my first thought. Sorry. <laughs> like, you know, it happens. <laughs> Like when you're watching a movie with your friends. <laughs> and then it's really funny and then <laughs> explosions happen. Anyway. So I just want to point out like what a character Ted Green must have been. And it kind of makes me sad we never get to got to like have a conversation with him. But there's this part where in the interview they're like, so what kind of pests and diseases do you have in Hawaii? And he was saying like mealybugs and scale and nematodes. And they're like, all right, well, how do you deal with the pests? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you want me to say that? <laughs> I thought Adam was going to read the question and Lydia was going to read the answer. <laughs> well, you could, you You're could, both even, you could even read from like a burn the old pot. Okay, well, first of all, when I read this, I had no idea what a nematode was. Other than like oh. I used beneficial nematodes yeah. to get rid of fungus gnats. But apparently there's... Bad ones. There's bad ones. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Where there's a good, there's, there's a, a bad. bad. <laughs> Anyway, so what what Ted goes on to answer this question after he says the the products that he uses, he said, if you find that your plants are infested with nematodes, it it would be much better to take cuttings as far away from the roots as possible and start new plants. Burn your old pots, plants, soil and all. Keep your fingers crossed and spit into the wind every other Tuesday as a guard against nematodes (laughs) cropping up in your cuttings. What? (laughs) Yeah. 
Like, what a character. Spit into the wind every other Tuesday. You can almost hear the spy of, like, those nematodes. Like, so they were his flat mites. Yeah. <laughs> like, you with the flat mites, him with the nematodes. The nematodes. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to burn you and kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and another, again... We weren't we weren't around at this time, mm-hmm. so it's it's hard to be like you know every every story has two sides. Yeah. But in his one, Ted's uh, interview with this uh, Aloha Hoya, mm-hmm. she pressed him on a situation I think that had plagued him for most of his life, and mm. and honest, this is the cheese may that I've been like diving into. Ooh, I'm pricking my ears now. Okay. <laughs> uh, Aloha Hoya's Carol asked, would. Uh, would you comment about the nasty things Christine Burton writes about you? So Christine Burton is a botanist, mm-hmm. also very heavily in Hoyas. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's where the Burton A came from. Oh, oh could be. Uh, oh, possibly. I think she also named it Sangii. Okay. Like T-S-A-G. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so this this interviewer asked, you know, Ted Green, <laughs> Would you comment? And he said, I try not to let it bother me. However, I must say what a waste of talent. She is a good. (laughs) She is a good artist. (laughs) First of all, Lydia said burn. but It only sounded like burn. (laughs) She was trying not to laugh. (laughs) She's a good artist. She has a wealth of knowledge about Hoyas, but she chooses to denigrate anyone who disagrees with her or crosses her path. Now, this is what I'll say about that. So. Ted Green was involved with Dale Kloppenberg in this magazine, this Hoya magazine called Fraterna, mm-hmm. which to my knowledge was like one of the big things that happened in the early 90s. Like they were actually publishing a magazine. People could write in, pay wow. for it and get it sent out to them because, you know, the interwebs weren't yeah. really a thing. Crazy. I would still want that now. I know. I get magazines. Well, there is something now. It's called Stemma, which oh, okay. I think is actually really cool. It was kind of in the early 2000s mm-hmm. and it's now resurfacing and it's going to be kind of the same thing where like a quarterly type of a yeah. thing yeah Ooh, um, i might subscribe if they do a physical i'm like a person who likes the physical yeah i don't think publication you, i mean i have a printer i can print it out for you <laughs> i have a printer too <laughs> no i like it when it goes in the mail I, see this is a thing <laughs> You love mail. I love mail. I literally don't check the mail because I hate checking the mail. There's nothing ever in the mail. But yeah, the, you, like, get the joy. lace wings told me that, that you never Lydia. checked the mail. That was Lydia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I also never checked yeah, the you mail. Never, no, I love mail. But I, I also get a lot of mail from friends. Oh, okay. Like Must I send nice postcards and then people send postcards back. Wow. So. That's funny because like, have you ever got a postcard? No, I don't have friends like that. Me neither. <laughs> I'm secretly an old lady. I love snail mail. Yeah. Okay. So back to the cheese yeah. man. Cheese me. Cheese me. Uh, can you tell the audience what cheese man is? Because oh, I only yeah. know because I'm friends with you. Well, you guys um, <laughs> read it on my intro. I'm Mexican, um, and a big thing for me and my culture, I feel I can say for my culture is cheese man, which is gossip. But I feel like in Spanish, it's a little bit more. Because chisme is like, it's really where you get all the juicy details. You're sitting with like a group of five or six <laughs> girlfriends, friends, and you're just like really getting into like the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. Yeah. And you're like, you're like bashing, you're like giving all the gossip. And then at the end you go, but who am I to judge? <laughs> <laughs> or you'll give advice and then you'll be like, oh, but like 
you know, I'm not responsible for however you taking my advice goes. It's like very like a whole thing. And then you're like, but who am I to judge? <laughs> yeah. And if, I wish you guys it. could see the way her light, her eyes light up when yeah. she talks about chisme. She gets so she into loves it. it. She's love here. She's here for this part right now. Jesse's okay. like, yeah, I'm on it. Like her phone is up. She's okay. like, mm-hmm, I'm so reading. So let's that. get back to it. Yes. So uh, he was asked about Christine Burton, literally just crap talking him constantly, and he just basically was like, you know, what a waste of talent. Makes me sad. Um, then Carol goes on to press. I feel like she really wanted to get like a scoop here, but she was like, yeah, but yeah. she says horrible things about you. And I know for a fact aren't true. And she is relentless in her attacks. And he just says, I am not the only person she attacks. I am not. I am only a member of the club. He like just refuses to comment on it. So I will say I've come across Christine Burton's website. She mm-hmm. has something very similar to the Fraterna, but it was a website. It's called P.S. The Hoyan. Mm. H-O-Y-A-N. And I've come mm. across it because I've been searching. I search a lot of time for history on the Hoyas that I have because I just kind of want to know. You mm. know, I think that makes, I want to know their stories. Just like people yeah. I meet, I want to know their stories. Yeah. So I've come across Christina, who has since also passed, I think, five years ago or so. So. Mm. Rip. R.I.P. Yeah. Oh, rip. <laughs> like, don't want to speak ill of the dead. I'm like yeah. trying to find salt to throw on my shoulder. I don't know. Um, I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Anyway, I I really enjoy Christine's uh, wealth of knowledge because you can tell this woman is brilliant. Mm. But literally, I would say the majority of the articles she is talking bad about Ted Green, about Dale Kloppenberg. It was like there was two sects of sex as an S-E-C-T-S yeah. of it was like a team Edward, team Jacob. Oh, goodness. And they did not like each other. And there was Christine had her own like posse. Ted had his. And I never hear that Ted side ever talking bad about anyone. Yeah. But if you read through some of the Hoyan newsletters, like she just like she goes in on Ted and oh Dale. And I don't know if it was because she was a, a botanist and they were also making money off the Hoya, but they were funding their own travels to find more of these species yeah. to bring yeah. into the market. And it's because of Ted and Dale, but also Christine, who did the same thing, that we have these Hoyas that yeah. in the market that we have today. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not necessarily that they, dis- that they discovered them, but they brought back plants yeah. to then produce to share, mm-hmm. you know? And what if they had, like, collaborated? Like, yeah, the mega knowledge we would have then instead of, like, keeping that animosity from whatever site it was on. Yeah. Um, I mean, Christine, she was relentless. I yeah. mean, she talked really bad about him. Okay, but I'm going to go read all that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, uh-huh. it was like she commented on it. Like, it was uh, it was almost like she used her newsletter as like a hate post to whatever Fraterna posted Dang. and to talk smack about it. Oh, wow. But like in a very prof- professional, not professional, but like scientific way. Oh, wow. I mean, and she had some points. Like we were... I'm sure that there's plenty of times that we've willy-nilly like named things or we all have received a Hoya that was mislabeled and we just went along with it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure Ted did that. I'm sure Christine probably did that at one point. I'm sure we do that too. We use a name that's not, I mean, we've all seen it in the Facebook groups. We've all seen it, you know, in the Instagram. Yeah. I know I've I've seen like different like gosh plot. could you imagine Christine and if if she if was she on had Facebook Instagram? or Instagram I think she would die because there was I mean 
Well. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure she would enjoy that. Wait, I need to find <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, because there was there was an Instagram for a bit, like plant tea or something like that. Oh, yeah. She would have a Christine tea. Yeah, she was... And she was all about correcting people if they got things. Yeah. I don't know. I like I like sharing knowledge, but I'm also not one to like act like I know everything. And I appreciate if someone corrects me with like a gentle approach. But mm-hmm. I definitely have people who like slip into my DMs and they send me like a whole paragraph when I first of all never asked a question or never asked for information. And I'm like. That's great. And I like reply a thumbs up because I don't know how to deal with that because I'm like, I'm just yeah. having fun, guys. <laughs> yeah. No, none of us professes to be the all-knowing, all-knowing yeah. botanist genius. You so know? I can like, see how like that would be like a little bit overwhelming if like mm-hmm. every time I speak about Ahoya, you're going to correct me. Like, bro, take a chill pill. Yeah. <laughs> like we're trying our best, you know, like mm-hmm. I try to read publications and I try to stay up on things, but. Things are always changing. And it's like, I'm not just doing this 24-7. Like, I have other things going on. Mm -hmm. And as much as, like, I'm one of those people, like, I want to know everything, but it's not possible for me to know absolutely everything, you know? And it's a really difficult thing. And I think maybe that's where there was, I mean, there's no way for us to know because we don't actually know any of these people and we can't now get their opinion on it. But I think maybe that was like one of the biggest things because like even in that um, interview, you know, she had asked Ted, well, how do you keep up with all the changing of Hoya names? And he just said, well, I do my best by reading all the journals and publications, but sometimes it seems that they're more into the science of taxonomy than the horticulture. After all, it's simply an interpretation of someone else's opinion. The plant just grows and quite frankly, doesn't care. You know, I love that. So he was just like, hey, I'm trying to, and I'm trying to stay up with the times, but you know what? Like my plants are still growing. They're still doing good. I'm enjoying myself, you know? So maybe that's where the difference lay. Lied, lied. I mean, like I I said before we introed that whole the chisme section is that there's always two sides to a story and I don't Mm. know everything. But what I do know is that the public things that, that Ted Green has He's been kind mm-hmm. and doesn't comment on them. I was just going to say, like, I think it's important to talk about this because it's public. It's out there. If you Google him, you're mm-hmm. going to find the articles. And also kind of in the way that in in one of his interviews, he says, like, um, those questions of like the leaves turning yellow or things drying off. Those have been answered so many times, yet they always come back up. Um, I feel like the plant drama always comes back up too, mm-hmm. or like that feeling of ownership, like I'm collecting the right way, you're doing it wrong. I feel like that's going to also be like a recurring um, situation in the plant world. Um, so I think it's important to talk about and always like be the person who's willing to say, maybe I can learn something or maybe I can do something differently. Um, but I do love Ted's sense of like not, return like not what is it turning the other cheek yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, instead of like throwing more something in the fire i don't know you guys would say (laughs) you can can say your why you would say it (laughs) but yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say it in spanish i said it wrong in spanish (laughs) go ahead and cut that out (laughs) no i like that too 
But you're right. He he handles himself, I think, with class, but also like his his love is with Hoya, and his love isn't with getting every single detail exactly right. I don't know. It's it's hard. You know, a lot of these these plants, like he pours himself over herbarium sheets. Like mm-hmm. he cares. It's not like he's just willy nilly like trying. I think Christine has accused him of making up different names for the same plant to produce more sales. Mm. And if you if you ever have bought I have never bought Hoyas from Ted, but I wanted to when I first started getting yeah. my love for Hoyas because I found his website rare dash Hoya. Um his prices aren't insane. No. So it's like he's literally just like he I don't know. Cause we've seen it happen like super rare, splashy, silver, ghost, mint, whatever. Just for the price to be yeah, ghost mint super coin. rare ghost mint coin <laughs> size. And I'm like, okay, guys, you have one freckle of splash. Chill. Yeah. But so, I, yeah. again. But he was selling Hoya. And I wonder if um, his wife, Dorothy Green, is going to continue it or not. It definitely is. Uh, I think they did it as a joint venture, mm-hmm. which I love. Again, yeah. just thinking so about romantic. it. But I will say, like, if Steve really got into Hoyas like me, I think I'd have an issue with it. Because <laughs> if someone told me what to do or, like, how to do something different, no thank you. But uh, Dorothy, rare-hoyas.com, there is no message on there. Now, again, people grieve, and clearly these two loved each other dearly. Yeah. So I'm sure it's not been easy. Um, but there's no message on there saying they're not doing sales. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still have like a list of plants that they will sell. Yeah, maybe something to to yeah. look into. But you know, just overall, I mean, I you know I knew about Ted Green, but I didn't know just like how much of a legend he was, or also just like this like great humor, like witty personality that he has, and this friendship that he has with Gloppenberg and just everything that he's done. And um, I think, you know, like part of me never imagined my life, like being like a plant collector and being into Hoya so much and like all of these things, but really like the later part of my twenties, like the best things happened to me because of plants. And then I just think like from here, like being into Hoya for the next 70 years and being a hundred years old, like, can you just imagine, you know? Yeah, we're going to be on YouTube and we're like 80. <laughs> oh my God. That's YouTube exciting. won't be a thing anymore. Hey guys, <laughs> welcome back to my channel. <laughs> I wonder if Lydia will still wheeze like that in yeah, her 80s. It'll be worse. Yeah. But just reading it, I was like, oh, like, you know, like this is the life, you know, that I want yeah. to just Goals. live my dream, go, you know, to the forest, not cut up with snakes, but, you know, <laughs> We're going to make it happen. I feel like I want to go out to the wild like this man did. I mean, he did this on his own, too. Like, he literally sought out the people back before the Internet existed, back before you could research, like, you know, back before MapQuest was he a probably thing. had to like write a letter to a travel agency to purchase tickets or something yeah. with cash. I don't know. Like, how did that work? And okay, cash just... is not ancient. <laughs> <laughs> he probably had to like pay in roosters and goats. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but he would go on these things and he would make friends where he went and mm-hmm. people that he would then revisit years and years after. Like every time yeah. he went back, like, I don't know. 
That's so cute. What a good, what a good soul. Yeah, and it just like rekindled my love for just everything. Like I love Hoi, I love the community, I love you guys, I love doing this, and just reading this. I don't know, like it just made my heart so warm and just made warm me, and tingly. yeah, and it made well, me just more like passionate about just doing this. You yeah. know, like yeah. like we have that with April now, and we see her, you know, sometimes once a year, twice a year. And we're able to just like catch up right where we left off. And then this time around, we went, you guys went and met Ara without me. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Okay, to be fair, when we came back, you were still in bed sleeping. (laughs) She's true. She's right. I was keeping company. I was taking one for the team and sleeping. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) April uh, from Unsolicited Plant Talks Mm -hmm. is just a gem of a human, um, too, and has done a lot in this whole community. But I don't feel like I'm worthy of talking to her. So whenever we're there, I feel like I'm just like hovering behind. It's so funny because you're so shy, but you're like so tall. And I'm like, you you always look like you're hiding or you're like, um, may I approach? And I'm like, (laughs) and then Lydia's like, April, how you doing? How's the dogs? How's your mom? (laughs) And I was just like, here's some treats. I made your dogs. Yeah. yeah. Lydia is, and Lydia's very very intelligent and so i feel like lydia and april (laughs) like have their own like communication with all these hoyas because i'm not out here like searching all the hoyas but lydia definitely does like lydia knows the the markets (laughs) and you know she's saying all these words and i'm like i don't even know what that is but you know i only just imagine like that's what dale was our dale and uh ted were doing i don't know just like all this banter and it's just so sweet and i mean it was kind of hard finding like any videos of them or anything like that which kind of makes me sad um but we were able to find the one video um where i don't know like you can tell ted is like really in his old age you know um but it was so sweet and we want to share it with you guys yeah, so the video was posted on Instagram by uh, Shar succeeding, but the seed is like seed of a plant succeeding in HI. So she's in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and I think she actually he invited them over, her and her daughter, to just like so hang out in the garden. What a um, dream! But that's one of the only video clips that I found of Ted Green. Yeah, same. And it's it's not it's not long. Um, but yeah, we did before we end our episode, we wanted to play that for you so you guys could hear this man's love for uh, people in Hoya. Yeah. There are a lot of plants in Borneo. Yes. A ton of them. A lot of Hoyas. Nice. I guess we've got 40 from the Philippines. I mean, from uh, Borneo. Wow. It's incredible. I first started going over there in about, what? 93, 90, yeah, 92, oh, before that, 91. Wow. And the people there are really nice. Oh, we've got some good friends. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Good memories over there. Yeah. Wherever we've gone, we've had a, a good time. That's good. That's wonderful. All right, guys. So, well... That was our Teddy. That was our Teddy boy. Yeah. Mr. Um, Ted Green. Hashtag goals. Seriously. I hope that we are all 100 at some point still talking about Hoyas. Oh, my gosh. And loving Hoyas. And collecting. 
Yes. Um, oh, mushy. Emotions. <laughs> I don't like emotions. Uh, <laughs> and just building that community and having people next to us that we love and just being, you know, the next Ted Green and Dale yeah. Kloppenberg. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we could ever <laughs> yeah, be. Yeah, not that level, <laughs> but like, I mean, like the <laughs> friendship, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Like friendship that, like, and the love of Hoyas. Oh, yeah. But we, we did want to do this episode because, you know. We just owe a lot to this man, mm-hmm. and there's there's a few other people within that that, that group that really, I guess, Impact. expanded and impacted the Hoya community worldwide. And mm. yeah, we lost we lost a true gem, but what a life to live, huh? Yeah, but you know what? His legacy continues in yes. like us having this plants in our collection, and also you know the publications that he has and the information. And we'll go ahead and include that in our show notes for anybody who wants to read through it. And hey, if this is your first time hearing about Ted Green, like he was awesome yeah. and had a wealth of knowledge and information. So we'll post that so you guys can read about it. You know, sometime if you want to. But thanks for chilling with us guys and, and listening don't forget to follow us on instagram at let's.talkhoya and also if you're listening on apple podcast or spotify we would really appreciate if you would rate this podcast that helps us get pushed out into other people's ears other people who might like plant podcast or a hoya podcast yes. Um, and give us a share and yeah. tell your friends, your other Hoya loving friends, like, hey, go listen. Hoya? <laughs> anyway, uh, you can also find us individually. I am at Not Dude. I'm at thegreenplant.az. And I'm at Perritos y Plants. Adios. Anya. Bye. Bye.